to The Upward Way, the podcast that assists the navigation of life with biblical insights from a Christian counselor. I'm your host, Steve Harness. Life is a journey, and we can find God's best for our lives. Each podcast, we take a question from our listening audience and answer two basic questions. What does the Bible say about this? And what does this mean for me? Together, let's discover the upward way. Hello and welcome to today's edition of The Upward Way. I'm here with Natalie in the studio. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. So uh, what <laughs> is the first, or actually our question for today then? Okay, our question today would come from um, parents who have teenagers. The question is this, how do I keep my teens from falling into the addictions of pornography and drugs? All right, so addictions is the question. How to prevent addictions every young person will make a choice and sometimes they'll make healthy choices other times they'll make unhealthy choices or sinful choices some that will hurt themselves in the present and also in the long run now addictions are are not always bad for example first corinthians sixteen fifteen. i beseech you brethren you know the house of stephanas that it is the first fruits of achaia that means they were the first christians in that region called achaia and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They were just so infatuated with serving. That's the addiction we want all our teenagers to have. That's right, to have a heart for God and a heart for service. So it is possible to be addicted to something good. However, in society today, you hear the word addiction, and it primarily means something that is negative and even sinful that some people just run after even though uh, they know it's wrong or it will hurt them in the long run. And so how to keep your teens from addictions, in particular pornography and drugs. It could be prescription drugs, it could be illegal drugs, uh, marijuana, even uh, smoking is a type of a drug, alcohol is a type of a drug, and there are young people that set them up, set themselves up for failure for an entire lifetime in many cases because they have no boundaries in their life and they get stuck on these addictions early in life, and many times they lead to other, other issues. Like uh, Joe Friday used to say in Dragnet that marijuana is the gateway drug to all the other drugs, and I think it's still true today. Here's several verses for you to think about as a parent, and even for the teenagers listening. You probably know somebody who's already addicted to a drug or to pornography which, by the way, pornography works exactly like a drug. It sets off different endorphins in your mind, in your brain. It fires off these uh, pleasure hormones, and it, it works just like um, a cocaine or heroin or something like that. Uh, very addictive and very stimulating to your mind. But also very damaging. It actually damages your mind, both of those. Just It just works the same way. It, uh, your mind is controlled by chemicals. That's why... Uh, you can take some kind of chemical medication and it controls it, but your brain actually creates its own uh, chemicals and fires them off as needed. So it's just an amazing thing to study how the mind works like that. So really, <coughs> pardon me, any, any um, addiction is what the answer will be to this. So here's a great starting point. Proverbs 4 verse 23 
keep, K-E-E-P, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it, that is the heart, are the issues of life. Everything in life revolves around what's in your heart. Now, your heart could be full of good things. It could be full of bad things. The heart, the Bible says, is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we already have this natural bent because of our sin nature to choose and to do what is wrong. That's why Proverbs says, keep thy heart, protect your heart. The word keep means to guard. And it's in a good sense. I'm going to protect it. I'm going to maintain it. I'm going to have my heart, <coughs> my heart to obey the word of God. So the Bible is the word of life and it tells us how to live. And so I'm going to keep I'm going to protect my heart from that which is wrong, and I'm going to obey that which is right. That's the idea of that. You know, in a castle, if you ever look at old castles or you are interested in uh, ancient uh, history or English history even, where they had castles, and think about the most safe place in that castle. Not the moat, not the wall. On the other side of all of that, on the inside, there was a tower. And they called that the keep. The crown jewels would be kept there. And during a siege, the uh, hierarchy, if you would, the, the leaders, the king, queen, family, the important leaders, they would all go to the keep. Keep thy heart. Protect your heart. Keep it in a safe place with all diligence. For out of your heart are the issues of life. And so you want to put boundaries up. You want to protect the heart. And what is valued, you want to have a Bible sense of value. And those things are all guided by the home. It's not all environmental, of course. The, the child will make their own choices. But, but you should help them learn how to keep their heart. And I think along with this, I've, I have read and I do believe that with these things, it's not an if they're going to be exposed to them. It's when. So we need to be having these conversations with our children way before someone introduces them to these things so that we can help them guard their heart so that they know what to do when it happens. Right. It would be naive to think that a, a student in a Christian school or a home school is not exposed to these to some degree, uh, just as much as maybe a student in a, uh, a government school. And so uh, just part it's part of living. There's going to be temptation out there. Your child's faith will be tested. So teach them how to protect their heart. Next then is Hebrews 12, verse 15, kind of going down to the uh, root sometimes of addictions. Once um, someone sees something, they taste it, or they, they, it makes a uh, pleasure for them, they want to go after more of it, uh, that's the addiction. But here's Hebrews 12, 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any roots of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled looking diligently so we can't <coughs> pardon me we cannot fail uh, God's grace cannot fail us but we can make choices that fail God's grace we can go and do things and be in places and, and expose ourselves to things that that are taking advantage of God's grace they're failing God's grace well he'll forgive me yes he will but we're not to willfully sin against the Lord lest any root of bitterness. Now think about right now outside, there's probably some weeds starting to sprout up. Under those weeds are some roots. Lest any roots of bitterness spring up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. So many people are going to be affected by 
what is springing up, but before something that's in the ground springs up, before that weed springs up, it has a root that goes down. Many times when it comes to addictions, they are associated with some kind of a bitterness. There's at least two reasons why. There's that avoiding, I'm trying to avoid whatever the issue is. And I'm going to avoid the problem. I'm going to avoid just try to forget what's happening. The second reason is this, self-medicating the pain. A lot of pornography from uh, a Conquer series that we've gone through with our church and had several men go through Bible studies for this, it really indicates very effectively how, how powerful our upbringing is in our life. And a lot of people, a lot of men in particular, will self-medicate the pain. And the root issue is they're hurting because of bitterness. That's why we are talking about Hebrews 12, 15 right now is it could be that someone resorts to drugs or to pornography to avoid something or to self-medicate the bitterness, the pain, the anguish, the disappointment that is in their heart and life. But you can, you can change. You can change. I counsel with many people in this studio and we go through different scriptures and we find people finding victory and they're finding hope from the Bible. And where do we find our satisfaction? It's not going to be in a drug. Where do you find uh, victory over bitterness? It's not in looking at pornography. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm chapter 17, verse 15 says, As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The psalmist is saying in that passage that what will bring the greatest satisfaction to him is when he looks more like the Lord. For us as Christians, what should bring the greatest satisfaction to us isn't to forget the problems or to just mask over the bitterness and self-medicate the pain, but what should bring us the greatest satisfaction is when we become more like Jesus and that we can look in the mirror and see us becoming more like Christ and others can look at us and see Jesus in us and that should bring the greatest satisfaction. So back to our question, would there be any practical things that you think would help um, teens now have phones and so many ways that they can uh, contact even people for drugs or, or see things that they shouldn't? What are some practical things that you would maybe tell parents? All right. So know what's happening with the phone. It, it is the uh, really starting point for any addiction today whether it's pornography or drugs, because they make the calls or texts or chats on the phone to get to the drugs. And so I would, I would give my kid a dumb phone if they really had to have a phone, one that's not a smartphone, but even then. Uh, Most of the time, the, the drug connections are friends. So mm -hmm. you really need to know who your kid's friends are. Right. They're who they're texting, things like that. So as far as the pornography, get them a dumb phone. That kind of prevents that. Watch their tablets, things like this as well. And when it comes to who their friends are, who are they connecting with? And all the names should be typed into who's, who they're talking to. Every phone number that that phone is used for, you should know who it's going to. If it's a strange number or one you didn't know, uh, you need to look up who is this person and you know how old are they what class are they in because uh, that could be a connection to someone who wants to get them stuck on some kind of a drug and we would recommend that you not give your kids just unlimited freedom with their friends just to go do 
whatever, wherever. Um, I heard once someone said that when your children are little, you have kind of a, a leash relationship where, where you can only, you let your child, you know, just barely go out of your eyesight, not even in the house or outside, making sure they're safe. And then as they get older and become teenagers, it becomes a guardrail relationship where you, like on a mountainous road, you want to have those guardrails set up so that your kid you know, doesn't go off. Right. So know what they're doing. You know, I wouldn't say, uh, let's, let's go over to, I'll just use the term, let's go to Johnny's house all day, but not have a plan for that day. That's just asking for trouble. You know, if, if your kid has their driver's license now and oh, I'm just going for a drive. No, you, you need to go somewhere. If, if you don't instill the idea of purpose into your kids, like I'm driving somewhere on purpose, I'm going to go see him for something on purpose then it's that idle time or the devil's workshop that people, you know, that old saying. And that's so true. If they're not doing something productive, they shouldn't be doing it at all. And so parents, you put those guardrails up. And one of the guardrails would also be to um, put the blocks, use the parental uh, things that your tablets or phones or computers have. There's a lot of even uh, Christian um, Filters programs and, things, right. and things. Covenant Eyes is one. Um, so yeah, look into some of those. Those would be really good. Right. Those are good tools to have. So put up some boundaries. Keep thy heart with all diligence. Uh, have some purpose in their activities. And when they're hanging out with friends, make sure there's a game plan for that day or those couple hours. And uh, I wouldn't just leave any uh, undefined, unlimited time for anything because that's just asking for trouble. So I hope this episode will be a help to you, gets you thinking about some things that you could put into your family that will prevent some dangerous things happening in your home. Thank you and God bless. If today's episode has been a help to you, please give us a five-star rating and post a positive review about the program. We would love to answer your questions, too. Just go to wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio. That's wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio to submit your question. Thanks for listening today. Let's choose the upward way. Thank you.